0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? radio.fm presents purse strings here's your host maria retan
2: Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, I want to talk a little bit about Walt Disney. Now, you, you thought Disney probably controlled everything. Well, guess what? They, they do. They're now trying to corner the market on newborns. Uh late last month the company began uh, kind of going forth with what they're calling Disney Baby. They're in 580 maternity hospitals in the United States a representative visits that new mom offers a a free Disney cuddly bodysuit, which is basically a onesie with some really cute little Disney figures on it, and also asks mom to sign up for an email alert from Disneybaby.com. There are more than 200,000 bodysuits that will be given away by May, and then Amazon.com will begin selling them, all 85 styles for the low, low price of 9.99, dollars uh, Nordstrom and Target are also going to pick up Disney baby items, including hats. Now, we know Disney has had some kind of rough trouble over the last couple of years, especially when it comes to going after the very young. Um, their Baby Einstein uh, CD, their videos and toys, you may recall that, there were some questions over whether or not it really made your kids smarter. Well, the Campaign for a Commercial-Free Childhood, which is a nonprofit organization, uh, went after them on that. And, yep, guess what? Disney said, yeah, our products don't really turn babies into geniuses, and they actually offered some refunds on that. But um, hospitals are also kind of the trend, if, if you didn't know, are starting to, to kind of Downgrade those mother gift bags. Um, apparently, there's criticism over baby formula that could keep mom from breastfeeding. There's also privacy issues. There's there's lots of things going on there. But nevertheless, Disney sees this as a huge market, a huge opportunity. Um, and they're going for it. Um, this will expand beyond the one thieves and the e-newsletter to a lot of other different products, including a loyalty program. So more from Disney on that. Stay tuned, you moms out there. And speaking of moms, our first profile today is the Bumble Bag Mama. She's the mom of a newborn, late 20s, early 30s, stay at home or part-time, uh, household income of 60000 plus, interested in interior design, healthy food, toys and games for her child, and also focused on parenting magazines. There's more than 2 million of these women out there, average age of 31. Uh, she's interested in fashion, Really focused on quality but seeking value. She's interested in the arts, putting her family come first, and also likes to indulge her children, um, which is not surprising considering she's a new mom. Uh, brands that she kind of goes after Babies Are Us. She'll shop there. She'll shop at Gap, Build a Bear, Pottery Barn, the Disney store, of course. Uh, Limited, Michaels, uh, Crate and Barrel, Williams, Sonoma. She's, bo- she's driving a Honda, a GMC, a Subaru, or a Volvo. And uh, when it comes to media, of course, she's reading a lot of parenting magazines, such as American Baby, Working Mother, Parenting, Parents Magazine. She's also looking at Marie Claire, House and Garden, Better Homes and Gardens in style. She's watching ABC Family, Food Network, TLC, Nickelodeon, and the Disney Channel. She's online at Disney, Blockbuster, eBay, Family Fun, iVillage, and Amazon. Well, my guest for today certainly know about mom. In fact, that's their specialty. They focus on mom. Vera Helroyd and Blima Bershad met at Kellogg School of Management in the summer of 1999. They kind of went off, did their own thing, and got back together to create mom-focused marketing where they are able to unite their two biggest passions, they say, which are marketing and of course being moms. Both of them are moms. They focus on the primary consumer decision maker, which of course is the mom. We're going to be talking to them, picking their brains, if you will, about the best ways to connect with mom, where you should be to make sure she sees your messages and understands those messages. So, more when Purse Strings returns after the break.
1: Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
0: Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy to use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with AscenderCart. Learn more about what AscenderCart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel.
1: Only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Some two guests today
2: joining me, Vera Holroyd and Blima Bershad with Mom Focused Marketing. Vera and Blima um, have actually united around their two biggest passions, I understand, marketing and, of course, being moms. Mom Focused Marketing is a consultancy focused on the primary consumer decision maker, Mom. And if nobody else knows more about Mom, we certainly do on Purse Strings. Ladies, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you. you. Very excited to have you on the show. First, before we dip into any other questions, talk a little bit about mom-focused marketing.
4: Sure. Um, We are, as you said, we're a consultancy focused on marketing to moms, and our mission is to help companies out there market effectively to the mom audience. And Blima and I actually originally met in business school and um after graduating we kind of parted ways. She went back to New York and I stayed here in Chicago, but we kept in touch over the years and then back in 2009 we got together and founded Mom Focus Marketing where just as uh, you said we're able to unite two of our p- biggest passions today, marketing and being moms. And there are a couple of unique things to point out about our company. Um first of all, moms are 100% of our focus. We we live and we breathe mom. So this is truly our expertise area. Uh, second, we have a unique approach, namely we apply a dual perspective to every business challenge: a strategic perspective and an empathetic perspective. Because everybody on our team, in addition to us, the founding partners, is an experienced marketer and a mom. And lastly, um, in our practice, we developed and we use several unique tools to help our clients gain. Some truly powerful insights for reaching and connecting with the mom target. One example um, of such a unique tool that we offer to our clients is our Mom Force panel. And uh, this is a one of a kind panel comprised of over 100 women who are all marketers and all moms themselves. And we draw on their power. Um, force, I should say, in a variety of ways from perspective on strategic issues a client might be facing to assistance with development of um, new products, advertising, website content, packaging, etc.
2: Oh, It's really great to be able to get that kind of front line feedback, if you will, straight from mom. I'm sure that a lot of your clients really appreciate that. Um, We know mom, of course, is bombarded by messages all day long from a myriad of different Places, whether it be radio, TV, mobile, her own kids, around own spouse. I think marketers probably are challenged these days more than ever to break through the clutter. How do you recommend that they do that? How do they capture mom's
3: attention? Yeah, you're absolutely right about the clutter. Sometimes I imagine, like, the scene around the din- dinner table and everyone's screaming, Mom, Mom! And you know, whoever's the loudest in that case is going to get her attention. but. That's not what we recommend to our clients. It's not really about the volume of your message, but it's about effectively grabbing mom's attention. And to do that, businesses need to work with the facts of mom's reality. And, you know, those facts today are really mom is busy and her attention is fragmented. And we believe there's really two components to effectively grab mom's attention. That would be the right message and the right channel. And in terms of the right message, the message needs to be relevant. It, you know, is mom making a genuine, meaningful connection to your message? Can she imagine herself using your product or your service, enjoying herself? Maybe um, it's providing some kind of a solution to her for some problem that she faces every day. So that's the comp- that's one component, the right message. The other is the right channel. What are the right touch points for your brand? And ideally, because her attention is so fragmented, she has 30 seconds here, a minute here maybe to pay attention to you. We advise our clients to think about multiple channels. What are the different ways that you can get mom's attention? And these little pieces start to add up. The little mention she heard on the radio maybe, that email she quickly looked at, slowly it starts to build up. And when it's done right, that's when her attention is captured. She'll want to learn more, she'll want to become your customer, and hopefully share it with her friends, and it'll grow from there.
2: Do you feel like going that multi-channel approach that you do need to have, though, consistency in message? It's about really, or do you, or would you recommend maybe multiple messages based on the channel?
3: Well, it certainly depends on the situation. As long as there's consistency and you're not conflicting or contradicting yourself In any way, some channels may be fun to experiment with a slightly different message in one specific channel as long as there's consistency in the message across the channel. So mom knows, they all build together for mom and she really understands the one main message that you're trying to get across about Mm -hmm. your brand.
2: Okay. Well, and we know that a, one way that they get messages right are through family and friends. We all know word of mouth is huge with mom. That's They go direct to, to those sources to kind of get the, the dirt on things, if you will. I know that marketers have gotten pretty hip to this, and now they're going direct to those influencers. Do you think, though, that moms have kind of understood now that marketers have figured out about the family and friends and the word of mouth. Do you feel that then those kind of influencers are
3: then tainted a little bit? Well, to some extent, I I do agree. We do agree that they are tainted to some extent. Moms definitely, like you said, are influenced. We recently read a study uh, that said the mom makes as many as 80% of her decisions based on recommendations from other moms or things she reads online and so forth. And it just goes back to how busy she is. She doesn't necessarily have time to do all the research herself. And she looks for trusted shortcuts. And you know these are trusted shortcuts. But like you said, it can get cloudy, especially with bloggers. Moms turn to bloggers for entertainment, for information. But we see and we hear more from the moms we talk to all the time, that they're wondering, are these bloggers being paid? Are they not being paid? Is this a, a, a genuine endorsement? And brands themselves are getting in trouble. Um, Similac recently, uh, the high fructose corn syrup folks, for their own efforts, were those paid? Were they not paid? Moms were not sure. And even with the best intentions, um, the, the example with with Toyota, and um that rogue blogger they had nothing to do with it but brands are being hurt and you know we are we're suggesting to some of our clients that maybe getting that one blogger with the huge voice maybe perhaps is not so trusted but maybe keeping it small is a better option for um for influence so rather than uh, the one blogger, maybe the one mom who has the smaller voice, but she can like it on Facebook, she can pass it on to her friends, um, mom parties and, and so forth, where it's it's a true friendship and a true relationship between the mothers as opposed to that one blogger with the huge voice who perhaps is being paid.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I know.
2: I think moms are so smart, aren't they? I mean, and they can figure yes. it out pretty quickly. Um, they know what's authentic and what's not, and, and they're not afraid to ask, I think, these days. Um, Talk a little bit about Facebook, if you will, because I know a lot of our clients now are really looking at Facebook as a way to engage with the mom. Do you think that's an effective approach?
4: Yes, yeah, this is quite a hot topic these days, actually. You know, we, we read dozens of articles on moms and social media every day. We, as you can imagine, get a lot of, a lot of uh, questions from our clients on this topic as well. Um, the answer is it can be, but there is a lot more to effectively connecting with moms and setting up a, feg- a Facebook page. And we're seeing a lot of companies out there today who think that this is their silver bullet to success in marketing to moms. And actually, let me pause for a second and clarify. The truth is, uh, as we all know, moms are social media power users so we very much agree with the fact that Facebook can be a very powerful tool in developing and maintaining a rich and lasting relationship with the mom audience but companies need to know how to use it, what to do with it in order for it to be effective and yield results for them and there there are several keys to using Facebook successfully in connecting with moms but perhaps the most important thing to keep in mind is to um, make sure that you create engagement and and try to supplement what your other marketing tactics are perhaps not doing. So here's some examples. Provide her with relevant information, possibly information she cannot get anywhere else. Ask her for her opinion, and, and by all means, use it to improve your product or service. Show her that you are listening to her. This is very important, ongoing company, uh, company engagement. We see a lot of companies out there. They set up their pages, and then you see a lot of comments and even questions from their audience, from their fans, and there is either no reply or a reply comes, you know, six weeks, weeks later that's not a good thing um some other ideas entertain her provide her with special offers incentives make her feel that she's an insider a part of a special club just yesterday actually i saw a very good example i'm a big fan of a local shoe store here in chicago it's called Lori's and i'm also um their facebook fan and they sent out a note last night to all their facebook friends saying hey guys we're going to be featured in groupon tomorrow so make sure you check it out i think that's a great example of kind of making you feel um that you are a part of a special club and, you know, in the know. Um, make it easy, another another idea, make it easy for moms to connect with each other. Use it as an extension of your customer service. These are all good strategies to, to keep in mind. And um, there's one more thing I actually want to say in addition of making sure, you know, you do Facebook right. Um, we try to remind our clients that Facebook and, and, and even social media in general cannot be um, – the only strategy, at least for most brands. Um, We try to remind companies to make sure they don't take their eyes off other consumer, you know, key consumer touch points, such as their product, service experience, shopping experience where this applies, um, packaging, customer service, very, very important with moms, even um, traditional advertising and promotions that, you know, you're reaching her with.
2: Those are great tips. I know Facebook is totally sizzling hot right now, and if it's not done well, it can – actually turn around and bite you. Yeah,
4: or at least, you know, it's a waste of time.
2: Yeah, which is even worse, right? I mean, it's it's a waste of your time as a company to put the assets and the resources against it. And it's frankly going to be a waste of time with mom. She's not going to get any value out of it. And if she doesn't get any value out of it, you know, over time, that could end up being a negative. Right. Um, I feel like mom, too, tends to be frequenting websites like Baby Center, The Bump, iVillage. I mean, they're, they're online gathering information. Moms are great researchers. Do you feel like these are places that brands need to be, should be, and, and how should they be acting?
4: Sure. Um, They can be great partnerships, although some of these can be quite expensive. But these sites clearly attract millions of moms. So, you know, a brand presence there can provide a huge exposure. But most of all, these partnerships should be very much grounded in companies' overall marketing plan, and by this I mean, you know, what are your specific business and marketing objectives to make sure that um, you can determine if the channel makes sense for your business. So here's a few things to keep in mind um, when thinking about partnerships with some of these highly mom-focused sites. First of all, all moms are not the same, and in our practice we refer to this as mom stages, and um, what I mean by that is that a mom of an infant views the world and she makes purchase decision using very different set of criteria than, say, a mom of a school-age child or a pregnant mom. And marketers need to make sure that they have a solid understanding of which moms they're targeting. And this is important because not all of the sites that you mentioned have the same core demographics in terms of their most frequent visitors. And just because a site, for example, lists some content for moms with babies and school-age kids and teens, That doesn't mean that all those moms are equally represented as their audience, which most importantly will be your audience. So, um, what most of the sites do have, and they should have, are very good statistics around their key audience, and they're usually very happy to provide it. So make sure you use that to help you make a decision which site or sites, if you're, you know, i more than one, make more sense, most sense for you um, in your particular business. Also, kind of uh, building off that, they um, typically, some of these bigger sites have very sophisticated internal research and marketing departments. Baby Center is a great example. Take advantage of this. Use them as a partner. Um, In addition to some great demographic and psychographic information on their audience that I just mentioned, um, they can help you determine what kind of ads or programs might be most effective for you in this particular channel. And then the, the last thing I'd like to say, perhaps the most important one, is that um, it's not just enough to park the boat where the fish are. Many of these sites are incredibly cluttered with all kinds of marketing messages because, of course, other companies and other marketers out there have already figured out that they attract a huge number of moms. So it is very important for marketers to make sure that their ads or their promotions or whatever program they're executing deliver relevant content that they um, stand out, they need to break through the clutter, and ideally, again, um, are engaging.
2: Great great thoughts you're right there's lots of ways you can interact with these these mammoth sites if you will and they are incredibly cluttered um, and I think maybe breaking through is the biggest challenge I think the partnership's a great idea I know uh, we've had Tina Sharkey on the program here at per Strings before talking about a lot of the research that they turn out and it's baby center you're right has a great deep broad research group and they do come out with really great insights and partnering with them I think is could be. Really beneficial, especially elevating that company into more of a thought leadership kind of standpoint with mom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what, one of the challenges I think with all of this is the economy has kind of impacted mom in a lot of different ways. Um, I think now more than ever she's looking at her pocketbook, right, and trying to figure out does she need to actually spend on this product or service. Um, I've read a lot of data where mom is willing to have her loyalties be swayed by, you know, the very nature of a coupon, if you will, to come in and try and buy something if if it feels affordable and feels right. What do you think about the power of the coupon? Do you feel like that it is kind of the the one thing or one of several things that really does get mom to try and buy? And do you feel like you can really build a relationship that begins with the lowest price?
3: No, we we do think you can build a relationship that begins with the lowest price. That The whole notion of the mom as the frugalista we don't believe that it, that's a passing set fad. Moms will continue to be price sensitive and incredibly demanding. There's a lot of debate over the different group, the Groupon and the other coupon sites. The you know the pluses are very obvious. They're, it's easy to execute and it drives trial. And the the one important thing to remember: if mom never tries your product or service, she can't ever become brand loyal. And for new products and services, especially, they're looking for ways to drive that trial. But there's really two components after that coupon is sold that are more challenging and more critical. And those two components are the ability to cater to mom's needs. What is her experience when she actually comes to use your product and service? She's got the coupon. Is your product catering to her needs? Is she going to have an experience with you that she's going to enjoy? And then the second is your ability to retain her. Do you have a post-coupon retention strategy? What's your follow-up plan? What communication channels are you going to use? What is your message going to be? Because the goal really is beyond generating generating trial. It's seizing that opportunity to drive loyalty, as you said, and having that plan in place to do it.
2: Oh, those are great! I think so many people just want to get her to the store, right, and just and to buy. But how to create that experience and retain her loyalty are, are in, absolutely incredible points to make. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I do want to talk a little bit about the companies you feel are doing really great jobs when it comes to connecting with moms. More when Perstrix returns in just a moment.
1: Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
0: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
2: Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in Hours for Service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today.
0: If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every Internet marketer needs, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on Webmaster Radio.fm.
1: Her strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me
2: today are Vera Holroyd and Palima Bershad with Mom Focus Marketing. Uh Vera and Blima have been talking today about mom. You, do, you, you are really the mom expert. You only focus on moms. Um, talking a little bit about kind of the mom stages, how to uh, relate to her, whether it be on mommy sites or whether it be on Facebook. Lots of great insight today. I am curious, though, with mom being bombarded, as we mentioned earlier, by so many messages, how often is too often when you communicate with mom?
3: Yeah, I wish, I wish it was an easy question to answer. It's really impossible to establish a universal rule. It clearly, frequency clearly depends on the category. And how often is it realistic to expect mom to shop with you? Mom may, or she may order groceries from her online grocery retailer maybe once or twice a week. So in that case, maybe once a week is fine to hear from you. But, for example, if you're a clothing retailer, maybe once a month or even less is better. Um, It can really be more of an art than a science and really a balancing act. We tell our clients, tread carefully here. Um, You know, we've all had the experience where we place that first online order with a company and then we are bombarded with emails and we unsubscribe very quickly. Moms are probably the first to be the ones to unsubscribe and clean out that clutter and that's it. I mean, that communication channel may be closed forever, but... On the other hand, we've also had experiences where we've been ignored. We've given someone our email address. We've liked them on Facebook or something like that. We've opened that communication channel and then the brand has done nothing. You know, as Vera addressed in Facebook and it certainly happens um, with many retailers with email where nothing, nothing happens. And it's just, it's silent and it's such a wasted opportunity because reminders, especially to moms, can be such a great courtesy when they're timed properly. And really beyond the frequency, there's really three components to keep in mind, I would say. In addition to frequency, there's the content itself and the timing. In terms of content, we, as we talked about earlier, is this content a relevant mom message? And then, you know, in addition, while frequency is the how often, timing is really the details of when. Which day of the week is the right day of the week? What's the right trigger after which consumer action? So the when, not just the how often, and getting that right combination of the frequency, the content, and the timing is really critical. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's all critical, and you're right. It's not a simple solution, is it, <laughs> or an easy no.
3: answer? <laughs> nothing is easy when it comes to mom, especially.
2: Yeah, No, no we're very complex, aren't we? We are, we are indeed. <laughs> but some companies have managed to kind of crack the code, I think. What, what companies have you been following that you think do a great job when it comes to
4: mom? Sure. Um, well, we see many companies out there doing a good job in connecting with mom's and it goes across a variety of consumer touch points. We have great examples of mom-friendly product or a shopping experience or say great creative execution, great use of social media. So um, let me talk about a couple of these. First of all, um, P&G is one company um, that comes to mind. They are great at connecting with moms for most of their brands and as a company overall. And they are, of course, as you know, a marketing powerhouse. But they are, in our opinion, a company who also does a really good job of showing their respect for moms as the key purchaser of a large majority of their brands, and um, I'm going to use an example um, that is slightly dated. Do you remember the 2010 Olympic Games in Vancouver last oh, year? Oh, I
2: know. That's such a great one. Yes, well, Absolutely. P&G, uh, as you know,
4: was one of the main co- uh, corporate sponsors of the Olympics, and you might remember their slogan, P&G, proud sponsor of moms. Now, how profound is this? Here's the whole world watching these athletes, and who does P&G focus on? The moms. And, of course, the idea here is recognizing that behind every great athlete is probably a great mom. And for me, um, personally, actually, it's not just the sponsorship and their slogan. The most memorable thing for me, actually, is their, you might remember, they had this specially developed commercial for the Olympics, and the tagline was, To Their Moms there always be kids and this commercial truly touches me on so many levels um you know i probably watched it at least 20 times by now but a mom in me cannot help but get teary-eyed every time i see this commercial and then a marketer in me cannot help but applaud every time i watch this and and day G could have gone a number of ways in their creative strategy and they chose this there is no product feature in this commercial you can see it on youtube there's no push messages just a great demonstration of an understanding of Mom's world and their company respect for her—a um, brilliant soft sell, in our opinion.
2: Oh, yeah, um, it was! It was really great. I actually um, saw the CMO of, of P&G talk a little bit about that case study, and what I what I appreciated about that was the fact that it wasn't just about the ads, which were fantastic, mm-hmm. but it was really the the love and attention they lavished on moms that's right. um, who attended. Right, and that's right. Um, It just—they just really did it right from a three hundred and sixty approach.
4: Absolutely, and he came across extremely genuine. Very, very much so. I think another um, another good example in in connecting with the mom audience are actually both main diaper competitors. Camper's coincidentally, by P&G, and Huggies by Kimberly Clark. And both of these companies, or brands, I should say, um, are great at recognizing and truly understanding mom stages. The fact, which we talked about a little bit earlier, that the age of a child hugely influences where mom is in her parenting cycle, and therefore in her needs. In this particular case, it's often about very subtle nuances. A few months can make all the difference in product needs and messages, the messaging, excuse me, that is relevant to her. Um, They're also very good at connecting with her by acting as a trusted resource. In fact, if you look at, for example, Pampers' website, they call themselves the Pampers Village, where we grow together. Um, and this is a very important fact because there's so many questions and often a lot of anxiety um, from, you know, from mom's standpoint when it comes to potty training. And these brands act as cheering coaches to moms. And this one, again, is key. They do this despite the fact that her success probably means that they will lose her purchase. But, but they're smart. They won't really lose her because, first of all, there might be siblings coming. If they did a good job with her first child, she's very likely to come back with her second and third and, you know, if she has more. They're very well aware of the strength of word of, mar- uh, word of mouth marketing. They, you know, she's going to be likely to recommend either Huggies or, or Pampers to her friends, to her family members, to her, you know. Um, uh, network, and then also both do a really good job with line extensions. Like can do in case of Pampers, they um, you're probably aware of the subline. They went into um, bathroom wipes and foamy soap and then bath soap lotion, etc. And the idea here is you know you trusted them with your baby, and now they will kind of grow with you as your family grows. In the case of Huggies, they I think an example is their little swimmer subline. They went first into swimming diapers and then extended to sunscreen and lotion, etc. Uh, so a great example there. And then lastly, they're both also great at creating mom communities, so connecting moms with each other, enabling dialogue, which is another kind of resource for moms. And this particular tactic lands itself beautifully to viral marketing and social media, so, so well done.
2: Oh, yeah, t- great examples, great examples. Well, we need to wrap up, but I, before we go, I know you guys have shared so many great tips for connecting with mom, but if you had to whittle it down to maybe your top three or five, what would you say they were?
4: Uh well first of all I would say uh, do some upfront work we talked about how not all moms are the same you know make sure you really invest time and energy in in getting to know your mom target, good old-fashioned market research, if you will. Uh, I think it's really important to understand what are the key issues, pressure points that they're facing daily in their particular mom stage. And if you do some of this upfront work, uh, some of these next things that I will mention will, you know, come to you relatively easier. The second thing I would say is invest time and energy in getting it right. And by this, I mean not your overall messaging, not just the ads. And our biggest advice is show her that you get her. We talked about that earlier, and Blima mentioned actually some of this before, but make sure you message is relevant to her. Make sure it's realistic so she can relate. So no perfect looking skinny models, for example. Don't talk down to her. Cut right to the chase. She had limited time. Um, make sure you catch her attention and break through clutter. Again, Blima mentioned some of these. And often, uh, often they can be small, subtle things. Um, that can be ways for you to stand out. Cleverly written copy, pictures, images that evoke emotion, humor. Humor is another really good one. In fact, there's several studies out there that show that moms, um, that's a key driver of liking for moms. They're more likely to to tune in, to share with other moms. You can just imagine them going, oh, you got to see this, this this commercial. It's really funny. And all of a sudden, she's doing viral marketing for you. Um, and then lastly, again, to Blima's point, make sure that you invest time and energy in determining how to best reach your mom. So con- consider multiple channels, layered approach. Um, you know, today's moms are super busy and their attention is fractured. I, I would advise people to try to reach her in some places she expects you to be and then also surprise her in some places she does not expect you to be to be. We have some great example of uh, another brand, actually Nissan Quest. Um, I just recently actually saw their little ads on the um, American Greetings, so the e-card, and they had an interactive game after I logged in, so somehow they immediately saw that I was a mom from my profile and they, uh, you know, there was their ad and their interactive game, and actually there was a little card there waiting for me to talking about in a very cute way about their product features and very um, easy for me to forward to fellow moms if I wanted to talk about it. So I think a great Example. And then the very last thing that I would like to say is it's very important to know what you don't know. And as I hope we illustrated today, marketing to moms, it's not a no-brainer. Today's moms are sophisticated. They're somewhat of an elusive target, and, and it can be quite tricky to do it well. So we would encourage businesses and companies out there to, to you know, seek help in order to improve their results, particularly if this is the first time you're doing this or if you're not seeing results from your current uh, strategies. There, There are several companies out there like ours who can help you and either help you with developing overall marketing strategy or. Or, or just executing individual components, say, advertising or packaging or websites. And it's worth making sure that you do it well because the results can be incredibly rewarding for your business, not just because of the sheer number of moms out there, and you've all heard um, the $2 billion purchasing power combined, but because even though they can be kind of hard to win over as a target, once you do, they will reward you with incredible loyalty to your business, and they will even market for you and become kind of your biggest brand ambassadors.
2: That is absolutely the case. Moms are, are fantastic at that. And for everyone listening today, if you do want to contact Vera and Blima, I suppose the website's the best place, momfocusmarketing.com?
4: Yep, sure. And our uh, phone numbers are also listed on our website.
2: Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for being on the program today. Really great insight into moms, what makes her tick, what makes her respond, and how to connect with her. Uh, thanks again. Thank,
1: thank you. you for having
2: us. And thanks to my producer George for another smooth show. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings right here next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. I'll be speaking with Tracy Reinhardt and Nikki Hallibur about new product innovations aimed at mom. This one is called the Adult Chocolate Milk.